Or you can yeah. find out who else has gotten a bottle, hire someone, and take theirs from them because or stolen just... scotch is tastier. So, so many things are leading back to the fact that I'm in the middle of a leverage rewatch, and it's just funny when people bring up. <laughs> are you waiting for me to talk so you can interrupt me, Dave? Were you Hello, and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. And I am Cedius, and we have a guest. Yay, guest. Yay, guest. Yay, guest. Hi, I'm Danny. Hi, Danny. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Happy to, happy to have you, so. So, uh, what are we drinking today? Scotch. <gasps> Heaven for Fen. Yeah, well, I mean. Well, what not were the odds? Yeah. Scotch. We are drinking. Okay, you can suck it. Just <laughs> Japanese whiskey. <laughs> I mean, technically. Okay, I am going to point out. Ooh, ooh, what are you going to point out? That last November, when I went to Top Value, and they do their scotch sale, and only scotches are 15% off, the bottle in your hand was 15% off. Suck it. Well, no, their their sale is single malts. But yes. this is also not a single malt, because it doesn't say that it is. It is not confirmed to be a single malt, but as he pointed out, the sale is supposed to be single malts. I think we've been pedantic enough. Please pour it, Dave. Technically, I wasn't going to bring this up yet until you exploded. So. Technically, I just figured I'd do it early. And, you know, get it out of the way. We still had a lot more pedantic to go. We Technically, did. we did. I mean, if you want to be particular about okay, it, yes, I did cut it off at about fifty percent. But did you really want me to go full pedantic? Well, technically. <laughs> Note to self, have Eric back on show <laughs> to put me in perspective. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> So so how how did you uh, uh get suckered up, into this? Yeah. <laughs> what what body was buried that they know about? <laughs> I won the fringe miss auction last August of twenty twenty. Wonderful. You've been waiting a while. Yeah, just just a little bit. To be fair, there's in August. We, we we knew in advance at that point that there was going to be some delay. So so she was aware of what she was getting into. We didn't know it was going to be quite this long, but she she was aware it was not going to be an immediate turnaround. Un- well, unlike the person who won the fearless auction, <laughs> which James, we're sorry it took so long, but yeah. wasn't exactly our fault, right? So this is the Cayo whiskey, Cayo first edition Cayo whiskey. It's a Mizunara oak finish, Japanese Mizunara oak finish. I believe it is called the sherry, and it is unchill filter. I wish it were called silver. And there is <laughs> not enough on the fucking Oh wait, <laughs> you got it. I yes, no. The eye roll was audible. I'm sure of it. Which is oh. why I also said, "Oh wait." Before we start, mm-hmm. have you been given the background on our process? No, no. Well then, shall I elucidate? Oh, please do, parent. Um, what we do is, or we just will... talk about it. Yeah, Dave, <laughs> you're in smacking distance. I will remind you. Um, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, so, what we'll be doing is nosing the scotch, where okay. you um, take a take a smell. Talk about. We'll talk about what we're what we're experiencing. Um, I will potentially uh, get my nose too close to it and regret that. It's a hobby. And then uh, it's after, a yeah, <laughs> that too. Then we'll taste the scotch neat. Talk about that for a bit. Then we will add some water with science. Yes, these are, this is this is our science. This is science, yeah. And then um, nose it and taste it neat. Mm-hmm. Or, or wet, excuse me. 
and then we'll discuss what we thought and then vote. The voting is on a scale of one to five. After we knows that we drank it again. Sorry, two, two I, drinks. Two I drinks. thought that was implied, but... <laughs> was the pretentious reading in there somewhere? I'm, I'm not sure. um, there will be a pretentious reading. Not on this bottle. But... <laughs> and then uh, one to, voting one to five, one being a war crime, five being the best shit you've ever had in your mouth. Three is, is average. There okay. is no right or wrong. It is your perspective on this. So for, for that, a three, if I don't know how much background you have with drinking scotches. Uh, if this is a fun new experience, or if you're like, oh yeah, I can't wait to try some new things, but I've, I've had a good number of scotches. You can fit the, the voting in however it appeals to you. Okay. So. Sounds good. Yeah, in the, in, in the early days for myself personally, it was like liquors that I've had, but now we've been doing this for so long, I've just pretty much just compared to other scotches now. So it's it, it's all in what your experience is. Well, I will say, it is a very dark yeah. scotch. I mean, this is one of the darker ones I've seen. I'd put it at a dark bronze. Yeah, it's... Almost burgundy. Very deep. Very deep amber. Oh. The nose is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting some very sweet... Uh-huh. Like caramel or butterscotch. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning butterscotch. That's the caramel mm-hmm. color. That's what makes it dark. Um, it's got a bit of a, a bite as well. I'm oh, definitely yeah. getting a, a nose. What's the percent on this? 46. Okay. So, high end of average. Mm-hmm. Little acetony, but... There's Boy, this is a phenomenal story. I, I, <laughs> why is none of this on the bottle? Well, you can pretentiously read that. I'm getting some floral notes. Maybe a... Honeysuckle? Yeah, honeysuckle or some faint rose or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's got a pretty overwhelming sweetness to it. Yeah, I'm mostly in the butterscotch. Yeah. Well, let's see how it happens when you douse it in caramel color. There's also a see if it lied a saltiness to it. Yeah, sort of like a um, salted caramel mm-hmm. kind of dessert. Mm-hmm. So let's see how it, let's see if the the nose is a lie. A lot of tannins in there. Oof. That that's definitely got some oomph to it. Mm-hmm. The tannins aren't bitter, though. They're... Mm, it's fair. Yeah, I mean, there are some times where I, where I get hit by tannins, and it's just like sort of, oh, oh. No, there's a lingering bitterness. Yeah, now I'm getting mm-hmm. the bitter. But it's the, the kind of classic, a little peppery. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon. Somewhere in the middle of the of the, the body before it really got into the finish. Oh, there was a little of, a little of the cinnamon and nutmeg on the palate for me, too. I, I mean, you could argue with me, and I would probably buy it about different spices, but there's definitely something happening in the in the main body. It's just just so you know, it's okay if you're like, hmm, scotchy. <laughs> That's yeah. the, we're we try not to get. I mean, this is a common complaint that we'll make on the show is professional tasters. It feels like they spin the wheel of of tastes because they if they don't get six to ten. They're not doing their job, and so they'll come out with. I mean, I be, fine. They they eat. They taste asphalt, uh, you know, or old shoes, or God knows what. But most of the time, if you're not an incredibly gifted taster, you know, you get two or three, and you don't have a talented mouth. <laughs> I was 
keeping it nice. Why, that? why did I bother? I mean, Dave's here. There really is. No I know, way. I know. I'll say the finish Just, felt a little short for me. I mean, you, you guys were both talking about how there was some stuff that developed over time, and for me, there just wasn't a lot of time there. It was, it was there. It wasn't, it wasn't there and gone, but it was like pronouncedly shorter than you guys were. I thought you were describing. Oh, like, oh it's still in my mouth. So you know, I just took another sip, and weirdly enough, peaches. Huh. Now I had a peach earlier today, so I might be by. I might like. I had a peach monster, and I got no idea what you're talking about. So it might be in a peachy frame of mind. No, no. I, the, the the palate was sweet. I had a little bit of that, like some of the pumpkin spice spices there, and then yeah, the, the, there was some pepper in the finish, but then it, it faded pretty quickly. Traditionally, we go with like three drops. There's no hard and fast rule. You can um, drown it as much as you want. We yeah, got, we got the eyedroppers because it was hilarious to watch Cedius drown a scotch. Actually. I was not the one that was having the Parkinson's problem. That was parent. Judgment. Uh, there's nothing quite like. Well, what, what? It never failed. It was always like a little, a little drip, a little bit, a little, little drip. Glug. I just want. I just want one more little bit. Look, damn it! And and you never figured out that I, that's what I was using my cup for. But, yeah, but I'm not going to do what you do. I've I mean, come on. If I did, I'd have to buy more kayaks. You know, it's a life choice. How many it's, kayaks do you have? No, ask no. him that. How, how many know. kayaks do you have? Perry? I have zero kayaks because, you know what? They rent them where you go. Maybe um, where you go. But but my favorite thing is picturing him try to use four kayaks all at once. Well, if I put a foot in each one and then I I I somehow balance them on my arms, I'll... Oh, yeah. I'll you be know, like got, a got, giant macros. Well, you know, so I could I could also just strap them all <coughs> together and have a giant fucking catamaran pontoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you yeah. you could do that. I could. It, nothing could possibly go wrong. Oh, by the so way, do you sniff coffee to clear your nose? Yes. No, because he no he <laughs> he sniffs coffee for a lot of reasons. None of them are pretty. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying at all. Uh, I'll quit anytime I want. Those aren't coffee beans on my nose. The, um, the miraculous white coffee. Welcome, <laughs> welcome like to white no, chocolate. It's coffee. it's the modern equivalent of snuff. <laughs> it's a very fine grind. A little a little, a little coffee. Oh, <laughs> the uh, coffee will reset your your sense of smell. Okay. Um, and after sniffing scotch for a bit, it's like, and now it smells like scotch. Hey, look, alcohol, kids. <laughs> You should try sniffing some. I think I shall. So it, it, it tamed the like alcohol burn of the nose for me to add those drops. I'm not getting near as much of that acetony alcohol vapors. Oh, see, I was going to say that it was starting to show its age, so or lack thereof. Maybe a little of the peach in the nose now, and it might just be that you said it, but there, there's there's more of a, a sweet fruit thing to it. Yeah, I'm getting a vanilla and maybe a. I want to say cherry blossom, but that's not right. But it does make me think of like a cherry festi- blossom festival, or going to a orchard in the in the spring while the blossoms are blooming. I, I mean, I can I can see where what I was getting as peach might be the vanilla plus floral that, that you seem to be getting. It's a very pleasant nose wet. I I, I am enjoying this considerably. It makes me feel like a standing in a really brightly lit neon area that's selling games and anime. Sure. <laughs> That's that's the smell I get. Unshowered nerd. 
different smell. Because <laughs> you, that, I mean, that's the, the smell that you evoked in me. I right was thinking there. a Japanese district, but okay. <laughs> different people have different sensory exactly. experiences. Some people thoughts go to far off lands, and some people go to s- sweaty geeks. I'm sorry, I'm not as cultured as you to go to Akihabara. Interestingly enough, it, it has really, on the, the drink, it's really tamed the alcohol on the front end, mm-hmm. but I'm getting a burn on oh, the back yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit more warming now yeah. than it was. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's remarkably Blowing smooth. Peppers. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> open, open wide and I'll just use this grinder. <laughs> yeah, that pepper is awfully strong in the front of the finish. Yeah, it kind of overwhelms most of the other flavors in, in, that you might have gotten in the body. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. positive memory I have about the mouthfeel goes away after I swallow and it goes down the throat. It is now Pepperland? Yeah. I mean, it's not... If you don't like pepper, it's it would be horribly unpleasant. If you're okay with pepper, it's a little overwhelming. But I I don't know if you can have, like, bad, pep, bad pepper, rotted pepper. Does such a thing exist? No, but you can have white pepper, which is... Terrible. That's what this reminds me of. Oh. That's an interesting. You were saying something when oh. I cut you off. Please, no. please, please I... say something. We'll interrupt Perrin. <laughs> no, it's fair. No, uh, I don't really have anything to add. Felt the the heat more this time as well, and then yeah, got some of the pepper. I, I'm I'm trying to frame it. I don't want to say it's disappointing, just because. Oh, it's a Japanese scotch. This should be different. I mean, it's. Yes, it's a Japanese whiskey, but it's a, it's a same ballpark. It's not bad, but I, I'm I'm slightly saddened. I was hoping for something that was a little more different. I don't know why. Sure, yeah, it'd be. I would. I would. Yeah, I would be interested in seeing where this was in another five to eight years. See how it's it's grown more. I think it just didn't strike me as having a whole lot of depth. It was kind of a one note. Not a bad note. I mean, pepper was a bit much, but on meat, it was an okay note, just not a, woo, I need to run out and get this. So the last swallow, I added a little bit of extra water, and it tamed the pepper a little, but it's still the powerful front of the finish and overwhelms whatever you had on the palate beforehand. Yeah, this this is one where those first couple of sips, you might get something more, but after that, you're... you're it, it's not drinking the pepper vodka. It's smoother <laughs> than that because pepper vodkas are nasty straight. But it's still you're not getting a lot. This, this this is one I would definitely take a sip, let it sit, let the pepper fade, and go back. So I mean, if I wanted to like drink something slowly, not get messed up, mm-hmm. you know, this this could certainly fall in that bucket. But yeah, it wasn't the most exciting thing in the world. I, I do like the sweetness at the top of the palate. I can't identify what it is. Um, Sweet, because it because it, it goes away so fast. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested in trying this cold mm. and seeing mm. if that like knocked the pepper out. Perfect balance. This whiskey is matured in the finest Mizunara oak casks. Our pioneering research into the effects of wood selection and whiskey maturation has led to the development of bespoke barrels. <laughs> Crafted from slow-growth, air-seasoned wood from hand-selected trees. These casks are handmade due to Mizunara Oak's delicate wood grain. 
The spirit is gently matured in the traditional style for many years before it embarks on its unique sea voyage. Mizunara oak casks are the most expensive casks in the world. The use of Mizun... Oh, there's like four pages of, of this. <laughs> of barrel? The use of Mizunara oak for whiskey barrels was not what one would declare serendipitous, at least not in its early years. During World War II, Japan, like several other countries, was unable to receive imported goods, making the delivery of European or American oak barrels for which whiskey maturation impossible. <laughs> yeah, oh. I know we're at war, but uh, can <laughs> we get some barrels... <laughs> <laughs> Though it was not a priority to produce whiskey, the demand for it increased greatly during this time period and became the primary drink consumed by the Japanese army. With this, Japanese coopers and whiskey makers sought a domestic alternative to mature whiskey in and found it in Japanese oak, more popularly identified as Mizunara oak, which had been used in the craftsmanship of exclusive Luxury furniture. Blah, blah, blah. The tree's got to be 200 years old. That's an interesting point to make that, that cask. Oh, there is something about this that's on a different page. I'm reading from the website because there's nothing on the bottle, dear listeners. Uh, where I, is it? I have, to, I have to say, so far, though, <clears throat> even if I will grant them if it's a 200-year-old barrel, that is an interesting difference. All the rest of it, 200-year-old tree. A 200-year-old tree. I'm, I'm expecting that many trees are not two years old when you make a barrel out of them. That's right. They're at least four years old. So there is actually no tasting notes on this. The, the worthwhile thing about this whiskey is that uh, it goes, it's matured in the casks, and then they put the cask on a sea void, much like the Jefferson Ocean. Hmm. Uh, I cannot find anything that denotes that it is, in fact, a single malt anywhere on its website. However, Total Wine has it in their single malt section. Top, top value had it in their single malt section. I bought it. Total Wine's website, oh, okay. which I just looked at, has it in their single malt section. Now, I've never met a single malt that didn't say... I'm a single malt. Was, yes, right. Woo, look right. at me! Yeah. <laughs> I'm all that... I'm the greatest secret agent ever! Oh, did it have an age statement? It's Japanese whiskey, no. Oh, okay. I, you know. They don't do that yeah, Yamazaki is the rare creature that does. Yeah. There, I, there, there are a couple. Uh, Nika still has a couple yeah, Nika that does, but... I don't spend that much time staring at Japanese whiskey bottles. Just saying. Well, you're missing out on a whole bunch of stuff that none of us can afford. <laughs> on a whole bunch of staring... Do you remember that time I uh, I put myself in the lottery for those uh, Shibari bottles? Vague. Oh, there were whiskey bottles, Japanese whiskey bottles, and they did uh, Shibari rope work on the outside of the bottle. It was phenomenal. And you, too, could get a bottle. You could enter in a raffle to win the option to purchase a bottle for $3,500. Oh, that would be American. more. That would be more than... <laughs> The, the 300. I won. I won. And they're like, would you like a bottle or would you like the full set for 14000 And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'll, think I'll pass. They were beautiful. I'm sure. Instead, I have kayaks. I, I hate to, I mean, I'm sure it's not universally true, 
But it really feels like the on some level, the more they put into the bottle, the more I distrust the contents. It's not always true. I know that there was a, oh God, what was it? Like a 25 or 30 year old, um, it was McAllen or one of the, one of the sort of big brands. And they did a special bottling and they got, maybe it was Waterford Crystal to make them special decanters that went with it. And I mean, uh, that didn't make me inherently go, oh, this has got to be crap because they were making it a big thing. But I'm always a little like, well, how much am I paying for that bottle that I can't taste? And weren't they like $2,400? I mean, it was kind of... Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's the kind of thing where you could probably go and buy a really nice Waterford Crystal decanter Hmm. for that, you know, $200 and then a nice bottle of scotch for $300 and still be able to buy two more sets. You know, I, I, I was... I can't really say that I'm disappointed in it. I can't really say that it was interesting. I'm just going to have to give it a straight three. It wasn't bad. I'd happily drink it. I'd neat. I didn't like the wet. It was just too peppery. But I'd drink it. It was tasty. I didn't have any really negatives. I didn't really have any positives. Tasty scotch-ish. Yeah. I will say that given the choice between a Glenlivet, which is kind of the universal, I won't say it's the universal, like three, but the base Glenlivet 12 is kind of the go-to comparison we we often use on the show as the, this is your run-of-the-mill J-random single malt. I found this more interesting, but I wouldn't always want to have that over the Glenlivet 12 just because it's interesting, because some of the interesting is, uh, and some of it is, eh. so I'm a, I'm gonna agree with you. It's just a, a flat three because there's there's enough pros and enough cons, and they completely balance out. And this mm-hmm. is just kind of a a neutral thing that is more exciting than a Glenlivet Twelve, not necessarily better. Yeah, I, I don't think this has ever happened before. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> are we are, are, are we are we gonna get a turkey of threes? We're gonna get hit by lightning. <laughs> well, and thank you, viewers. This is our final show. Um, we have all agreed to the decimal points, and Cedius and I are almost exactly the same on notes because he stole my Glenlivet twelve as the as the average three. I'll go three point one. I'll save us all. <laughs> It's not that good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not that good. And I like I was thinking two eight five even before you gave your number, and I'm like, that's that's not right either. And objectively, it is a worse scotch, but it is interesting enough. It's got enough flavor and enough depth. Not not really depth, but it's got enough extra flavor to it that it it makes up for it. But it is. It is young, and you can feel the mm-hmm. the lack of age pretty pretty heavily. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a three. Don't feel constrained. Don't don't <laughs> feel like you got it. But if it's the right number, I mean, I was also going to say three. <laughs> Star frame. <laughs> We've discovered the Earth three. <laughs> uh, same reasons that you all said. It's it's a okay scotch. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's something I'd drink again but wouldn't want every night. I am going to take Perrin up on his experiment of, of trying a cold and or possibly just an ice cube. So it's 
like extra water and like over time in addition to the chill. I would be, yeah, but I I just have this feeling that it's just kind of going to be wandering around three. It's got a little more interesting terrain, but some of that terrain isn't pleasant to walk over. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, but I'm glad we had it. Yeah. Just, huh. (laughs) Because heaven knows we've had a couple where we're like, ooh, that was unpleasant. That was extremely unpleasant. I wish I hadn't had that. So I'm glad to have a three, mm-hmm. but it does leave less to kind of, like, now what? <laughs> yup. Yup. They've dishonored their family. <laughs> Prepared to die. <laughs> that, one of the interesting things that I do find about is the scotches of different countries. I mean, we've, we've had, let's see, Canadian, American, and we're not talking, uh, whatchamacallits, um, just any old whiskey, but single malts. We've had an American, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've, I've American brought like six. Yeah, yeah. that's I'm Canadian, Welsh, <laughs> Tasmanian, Taiwanese, <laughs> Swedish, uh, Indian, Indian, Jap- Japanese, Japanese. Yep, we had French. French. Yep, we yeah, have. we've had French, and I think we've had one and, German, and we've also done Irish. Yeah, and yeah. What I found interesting is I don't. I'm not, I can't recall all of the tastes of all of those at once. And there have been occasionally good ones. But the vast majority of non-Scottish single malts lack, I feel. Not because they're not Scottish, but whether it's they, many of them haven't been around long enough. Um, Age is a big factor. Yeah. Or they don't have the skill set. I mean, for all that we make fun of, Master Distiller. There is something to be said for I've been distilling scotches for thirty years, yeah. and I don't know. Maybe they, maybe some some of the ones around the world have hired people away from Scotland and and have their or have been doing it long enough. But I think that's just the the downside of not being in Scotland. Yeah, we we enjoyed the brand, but I don't think we gave it more than a four. I think one of the Cavalons was good, so that was that was one of the the Taiwanese was okay. A couple of the Japanese, particularly the Yamazaki, have been good. We've had a couple disagreements over some of the uh, the Indian. Yeah, I I am not a fan of the Indian. You you like the two of you like them better than I did, but I don't think any of them scored particularly high. And the peated wasn't especially no. fantastic. It was, well, it was unparticularly peated. No, is the problem. No, it was not. It wasn't a bad scotch. Except it was yes. a bad piece. So, some of the Irish have been pretty quality, but since they make their own style of whiskey, you know, changing the skill from from, from wheat to single grain or the single malt was not malted a huge. Barley. You know, malted barley was was not a stretch. Yeah. So I mean, uh, the, the Canadian the, was. Eh. The, the the Canadian the the thing with the Canadian is it was an ice wine finish, and we thought it was going to be more than it was. So I feel the AON people kind of like suckered me a little bit, and how much they like pimped it up for me and then it was, it was overhyped is really what it boiled down to and then the american the worst was... part about, about about that one is that they have that distillery has five expressions well i mean there's that i could have gotten any and or all of them and it was not the most expensive one and not no the I, one that was recommended I, I i know it wasn't the most expensive one it was, it was the one in the middle because i specifically wanted to try the one in the middle right 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 um, which by the way i do have a canadian whiskey that is finished in ice wine barrels that's uh uh, from Wayne Gretzky's label, that is fairly fairly adequate. Well, we'll have to give that a shot. 
And, and the Americans, the problem with the American ones they've had is they're just not aged enough. Does it come with great mint julep? Does it come in a plastic container? Like a plastic sports bottle? <laughs> no, no, it does not. But it was... Uh, does it say it's the greatest? It was, it, yeah, it was uh, $50 Canadian for a liter, so... Uh, you, it was it was worth it. If, yeah, buy the great one. I've got a picture somewhere. If you make a snarky comment, does someone take a slap shot at you? Eight. Hey. Hey. Hard no. <laughs> you loser. So, well, that was okay. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was fine. Did did you? Are, are you enjoying the? Yeah. The tasting. Yeah. Now, you said that you had had some scotches in the past. Mm-hmm. Do you have a particular favorite one or area? Um, well, I spent a year in Scotland. <gasps> yeah. So jealous. Yes. It was uh, fantastic. I got my master's degree over there in Glasgow. So I've tried a few different Scottish Scottish. My Lagavulin, I really like. I like Petey whiskeys. Yeah. Uh, what do I have at home right now? I have one from... The Isle of Sky that I'm drinking, but I can't remember which. Talisker? Not Talisker. If, it, if it's not Talisker or Oban, I... I, I is Oban from the Isle of Sky? It's not technically, it's not on the Isle of Sky. It is, however, like straight across like, from... On the, yeah. okay. the drive. Sure. So, I mean, it, yeah, if, you're, if it's from the Isle of Sky, then you're right, it's not. But I'm like, Oban... It's right there, Talisker, and now I'm out. The map is no help. No, of course not. <laughs> it, I mean, so so Talisker is the only one listed on Sky. I know there's another one there. Is it Torbach? That was, that was established in 2007. Say so. it's like Port Dubin? D-U-H-B-I-N? Mm, my distillery Totoro. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and we're wrong. Sky and Oban are not that close to each other. Uh, really? I could have sworn I drove there. Oban is, is a fair bit south of, of Sky. Okay. It's my, across from the island of Mull. My memories of, I had a trip to Scotland, and I remember driving basically by Oban, and then I remember going to the Isle of Sky. In my head, it was like each other. the other <laughs> in his earlier defense, in the afternoon. He had been drinking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, o- o- yeah. Oban is closer to Tobermory than it is to, to Talisker. But anyway, yes. So you got, consulting it, you got it in Glasgow, which means you must be able to speak Glaswegian. <laughs> I can understand Glaswegian. That's 90% uh, of the way there. But oddly enough, <laughs> my my Minnesotan accent got stronger over there rather than me picking up the Glaswegian. That's really weird. <laughs> it is really weird. Uh, our, I'm, an, I'm an actor, so I got my master's degree in acting over there. Cool. And our, one of our vocal teachers who was uh, doing a workshop on standard British accents, she told us that... For most people, like, they'll pick up the regional accent to blend in, but then there's some people who will, like, go harder into their own. And that's basically what I did. Mostly it came out whenever I said the word bar. I would very much have the, like, minimum bar. You know, the bar. Uh, and I have a couple couple of other friends in that program who um, are from Missouri, and they just would rag me on it all the time. It's just... Tease me about it constantly. I have a friend who is a Glaswegian. Yeah. And he will, I mean, you can hear the Scottish accent in his voice. And then if you ever ask him, he will speak Glaswegian. And you have no idea what he's saying. None. And, and he's like, yeah, no one in Scotland can speak Glas, uh, can understand Glaswegian. So I'm like, now I, now I believe you. Mm-hmm. 
one of uh, one of my classmates is best class Swedish, and I love her accent. But when she gets going, especially when she's been drinking, you're just like, "What did you just say? Was that English? It was English, but what?" And when you first get there and you're talking to like the cab person who's taking you to your hotel, you're like, "Can I just point at where I'm going? Because I don't know what you just said." Drive me <laughs> to. <Here. laughs> Yeah, you. I mean, you think you go to the UK and you, right? You can speak the language, and it turns out not. I mean, you can go to London and not speak the fucking language. Yeah, uh, yeah. When when I was there, we were lucky because most of the places we went were either touristy ish or they they were B and Bs or something. Mm-hmm. So they they had to learn how to speak to non non locals. And I'm sitting here resisting the urge to break into Dick Van Dyke. Cockney, and we should just move on now. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I mean, I thought my fair lady was satire until I went to London. Mm-hmm. Ow! <laughs> Fuck the British. Never going back. You see, he is not a fan of London. Cut that. I, I, yes, it was subtle, but it was so you, subtle. you might have picked up it just on the edge. My wife loves London, and we had been planning on going there. Around March of 2020. Hopefully soon. Well, if you had been really lucky, you would have gone at the end of February. Well, we were were almost going, and they basically shut down. I'm now blanking whether it was the week before or the week after. And we were glad we didn't go. But it it was like right on the edge of, well, are they still? Maybe we can. I don't know. And then we had to get refunds. From Iceland here, and that was fun. All that. I don't know why you would have a problem with that. You'd think they'd be used to it. They had to shut down all of their flights yeah. to Europe back in 2012. It's like they had, they had a dry run. <laughs> well, what was fun is when I'd get an untranslated email from them. Oh. And I'm just like, nope. I try again in English, my friend. I I do not pretend to understand your language, and I am not pushing this button without knowing what the... I mean, I know phishing attacks, even if it's from somebody who I believe is actually trying to communicate with me. They don't have a babble fish for the eyes. So what are we drinking? Oh, this is the Glenlivet Enigma. Yes, but what is it? Riddle me this, Dave. Let's see if this one has tasting notes either. Comes in a square box with puzzles and very little words. Master distiller Alan Winchester lays down the challenge. Do you have what it takes to solve the Glenlivet Enigma? It's an enigma because it doesn't tell you anything. Right. (laughs) Well, and there really are not any other words on the box or bottle. Wow. You have to solve the puzzle. God. And after four or five drinks, I'm sure it'll be easy. I mean, you gotta go to a website and they don't even give you a QR code. How primitive! How am I gonna do that when I'm drunk? Type on my phone? I'll just drive there. That's right. Um, We do not encourage drinking and driving, dear listeners. No, we do not. However, drinking and walking into objects where you can get videoed and we can then see it later, highly support Interesting. I'm I, I'm having trouble identifying what I think of the nose. It was very very mild. Yep. Yeah. And after taking a taste, I know why. So it it, it, it basically 
one, one of the things I would say is is on the on the show through the history of the show, we've had a number of expressions from a number of distilleries, and we've gotten a sense of what a distillery smells like. This smells like a Glenlivet. I mean, it, it certainly is a Glenlivet pear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that. A hint of chocolate, maybe. And a milk chocolate. Yeah, yeah I'm... I'm... Mm-hmm. It's maybe oh, it's little... also very very light. Yeah, it's yeah. super oh, and, light. And for color, well, color's for color is kind of straw. It's a pale straw. It's on the pale side of straw, but I, I wouldn't it, even unremarkable. Yeah, they didn't douse it with caramel color, which is why this has no flavor. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the enigma is why am I drinking this? Yeah, hello, child. <laughs> You're what three? I mean, there was no age statement. No, I know, but this is young. The enigma is man. how did they get this past the, the scotch board? That is not <sighs> great. That's, I, that's I would kind call of... it vile, but for it to be vile, no. it has to have flavor. Brutal. It's not vile. It's brutal. It is an angry punch in the chest. It's. I'm not saying it's even bad. It's just... Angry is good. Yeah, it's yeah. just sort of screaming at you. It's like an angsty and, team. And that's all you can hear, yeah. What's the percent on it? They named it Enigma, and I think it should be Bane. <laughs> oh, it was a Glenn Limit, so I would be surprised if it wasn't 40. No, I, w- I would tell Holy shit! <laughs> but it uh, tastes like more. Wow. 54. What's your guess? I'll go 56. Do you have any, any guesses on percentage? Where you can go percentage or proof. Average, I'll, I'll, average I'll, I'll, I'll is 40. Cast strength is in the 50, 48 to 56. I usually say it starts at 52, but yeah. maybe some, some places will start it as low as 48. Yeah. yeah. And you said 54. 54. 56. Uh, if this is price is right rules, you would say 56.1. Yeah, I, I was... Okay, 56.1. Well, then you win. <laughs> you are the winner. I I challenged. There was cheating. And leading the witness. Top. Yeah. Do you want do you want to go for a, high, a a higher number? No, no. Do you want do you want to go for a higher number without going without going over? No, no, go ahead. 121.2 proof. 60.6. Wow. Oh. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, now all that all that alcohol and so little flavor. Okay. Well, I'm gonna see. Now I don't mind putting a little alcohol or a little water in it. We'll start with a couple drops and then. Okay. I rinsed with water and my you know just cleansed the palate and then took another sip. Very strong banana. Excellent. Oh, no. Yes. No. Someone here. I'll let you guess again. Hates London. It's not him. He's he's had his hatred. His hatred is London. Someone else at this table. His love is kind of right. Someone else at this table <laughs> hates bananas. Yes, you have picked correctly. <laughs> no clues were given. How did you ever guess? You you may survive oh. to the next challenge. Three drops of water, and all I can smell are overripe banana. Best banana daiquiri ever. Oh. Uh, here, me, Dear listeners, uh, I am making some physical gestures at my co-host. Here, let me, let me for you. have you guess what they are. <laughs> top. Can you feel the love tonight? I, I already warned her like, yeah. when he arrived that Dave is the work wife. 
And the bickering is strong with that one. (laughs) I mean, it can make for great radio. I mean, dear listeners, you tell us. But, you know, the banter is good. Well, I'm I'm not getting much beyond the, hey, I'm I'm a banana. It's not even real banana. It's that... It's that driven to extinction banana that they use uh-huh. for candy banana. Well, it's the it's the, the banana. The OK yeah. banana. It's yeah, the right. banana extract. It's it's I think I it's what I got betrayed with when they said I wanted a banana daiquiri and they're like, We don't have any bananas, but I've got banana flavoring that I can add. It'll be just the same and I didn't know any better. <laughs> and I had it and it was a dirty, dirty lie. But I mean I don't know why you would Oh, they're delicious. I don't know that I buy that. The nose gets better, but the it does not. No, it does not get better. Let's try. Hold on, hold on. I don't want to laugh halfway through the drink. It's peppered banana, Perrin. You're going to love it. Hi, I'm Bob Tannen. How are you doing? Let me climb inside your mouth and suck all the moisture out. I'm going to infre- invite my friend, Overwhelming Pepper, and... Um, my cousins, the rest of the tannins. Oof. So with the cast strength... Hold on. I'll do the three drops of water. I probably should have warned you ahead of time. But you're also probably better off not having any more. <laughs> um, I will... We, we typically do, like, three drops of water and then, like, a bigger half fire. and half. Okay. Um, because most cast strengths are intended to be drunk 50% water. Mm. Like... Okay. One one part scotch, one part water. Which I have to admit, I know that, but I've never you, understood it because never had a good experience doing it either. No, the the, the Lafroig is the closest. Usually, you get something that's around forty percent, maybe forty-two, maybe you know, but around forty. And some people or some some sources will recommend a little water to drop it to around thirty-six. If in this one, which is one of the stronger cast strengths, I think we've ever had. I don't know if we've had above 60. I, don't, I think this is the strongest that, that we've had. If you did one-to-one, it would be down at 30. Right. Like, why are you like drinking a, a 30? like a 52 would be down to like 26. 26. Yeah, which is ridiculously low. And also not very tasty. No. it's it's uh, At that point, it is too dilute. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing... This is another three drops, so let's see. I mean, I, I drowned it, and it's still just... Just trash. Yeah, it's so. well, it's banana. I'll t- give it that on the nose. T- t- right? taking, yeah, taking it to fifty-fifty, I completely lost the nose, and that, and that was post the reset. There's just nothing here, and I'm burying my nose in the glass. I mean, when I do that, I get like some dry. alcohol, but yeah, I'm 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 getting you know still getting the banana. Mm. It, it's a peppered banana bread. It's with, very with tannic for me. It's got all the things you would expect with a heavy tannin. Uh, it's a you know very oaky. Uh, some some leatheriness in there, a little dried hay, sort of that whole pie wedge of oak and earth flavors. Can I have this bottle? We'll talk about it later, Dave. Okay. Who do you hate that much? A lot of people. Fair enough. Cedius <laughs> knows what I want to use. Oh yeah, no, they hate the strong with both of us, and I like. Hmm, I see where you're going with this. I, I know exactly where you're going with this, you, and I don't know if I want you to be meaner than me. So you'll, you'll note I had no doubts. You are a bad man. You are a bad bad man. It says so on my con badge. It does. Are you going to MegaCon? I am not. Man, this is. I don't oh, know. I should have some of this terrible cheese. Too. I don't know what they were thinking. I, honest to God, the puzzle that was is to figure young. out 
what the hell they were thinking. They weren't? Or uh, they were like, let's make something you can get wasted on. Scottish no, Everclear! Make it, make it good for me to want to get wasted on it. I really want to see a behind-the-scenes making of a distillery. Like, you know, where they follow people around and they show some nine-episode the making of a, an expression or something like that. Because I'd really love to see when the cameras have been around long enough that they're not playing to the camera. And it, because we joke about, you know, Master Distiller. Who was the, who was the asshole on this one? Alan Winchester. Cursed be his name. The third. And. No, that would be on there. Oh yeah. No, that would be on there. It totally would be. Yeah. In big letters. <laughs> it, Embossed. It really makes you like, okay, so it was a master distiller. Means he's been doing this for a long time. And yeah, it could be that all four of us just have a different palate. Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine all four of us are just like, oh my god, I don't care how much water I put in that. It was terrible. I mean, we all made the face the first time we drank mm -hmm. it. And I just always wonder, what are, you know, was he just like, this is my last one. I don't really care anymore. Or... You know, what what is going on? And that's why I'd love to see a behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. They're making the Enigma, so we'll follow them around for a month and just take video and then splice something together. And does it see what it is? Does it turn out the guy's like a drunk or or what? The problem is that they'd never do it because no matter what they do, it's going to be bad for them, mm -hmm. right? and that's just not what anybody wants. Oh, I know. And I'm going to call back to your smack talking on Americans, because we had that mesquite flavor. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to smack talk on the Americans if you're going to bring that up, because that was one of the worst Americans you've brought to us. Oh, shit. Just because you liked it doesn't mean it was awesome. Everybody at Con liked it, too. That's what I gave to the people I liked. That's why you didn't get me. <gasps> you already knew I didn't like it, so why waste it on me? <laughs> so... Wow, what to what to rate this one? I mean, I don't feel this is the worst thing I've ever had because a lot of the negative about it was just it was overwhelmingly heavy on alcohol and there was no good flavor to it. But I almost would hate more a traditional 40 plus that just tastes horrible. I feel that's worse than not not that that makes this one good. But it's even worse if you make a more traditional strength and it's just horrible. Whereas this is just like, uh, you, you forget what you were pouring and it's like, oh, shit, I meant to leave it for another 15 years. Whoops! Well, too late now. But this is a, that was bad. Uh, I'm just debating, does it go below two? It's uh, no Penderin. No, it's that's not. That's for sure. But no. how close is it to the Penderin? Uh, uh... I remember, I didn't actually get to drink the Pendrin. And Either by time? Oh, get was... to, get to is really me laughing, okay? Mm. Just to make that clear. Were you not there? No, I was no. not there for the Pendrin. You wasn't there for either one. Well, I mean, you weren't, he wasn't there during when we had it the first time at Darren's house, but... I might have been there for the not-so-bad Pendrin. Oh, the not-so-bad not Pendrin we had at Con, and I don't think you were. I, oh, then no, oh, I wasn't. Then we had another Pender pretty recently, didn't we? I well, I thought mm -hmm. we had one that I was like, it's not good. 
The more recent pattern was the one we had a comment. Unless, unless we did it, it again. I think it was, yeah, I thought we, I thought we did. It's not pound your show. hand with a hammer bad. No, no, um, no that first pattern we had was. The, the, the first one we. I, the first, I the first down the sink. Yep. Yep. That's the only one I think you've ever not finished. That's. It, it takes a lot. To, I was in a room with three other, other whiskey drinkers, and I said, Does anybody want this? We all and everybody said, said no. And I said, I'm going to pour it down the drain. Does anybody want this? And everybody said no. And at least one other person followed your lead. Yes. I, on the other hand, wasn't going anywhere and said, fuck it. And I just took a <laughs> shot. So I I was not going to. No. Two. No. I, I mean, it. it's down there low enough. I can't. It's quibbling about, oh, it's a one eight one eight nine. It's like. Uh, you know, it's it's getting it's getting shot in the leg. Oh, but it, it's not as bad as getting shot in the shoulder. Yeah. It's got the fleshy part, not the bone. Yeah, I'm like I'm still screaming and bleeding. Yeah, it was terrible. It was had no redeeming qualities, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And that's all. That's the best I can say about it. It could have been worse. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 1.5, because that's the worst whiskey I think I've ever tasted. Try more. You'll... I, will, yeah. I will. Gladly. Maybe Was it, wasn't the first terrible. show that you were on? Didn't we Didn't we purposefully give you bad whiskey? No. The first show I was ever on, I brought... Uh, it was at... Um, I brought the... Oh, but the, the first show we ho- had you actually host. Oh, no, yeah. The, 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 first, the first show he was a co-host on was, was Team Glover with the fast oh. strengths. All yeah. Right. No, you you gave me shitty scotch later. Okay. All right. Don't worry. I used to say I had never met a scotch I didn't like, and then we I met these guys, and I don't say <laughs> that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ruin people. Like bulls. Yeah. So the the best thing I can say about this is that there's no real taste to it until you add water, and then you get the banana. So you could drink this neat. And it would just get you drunk. It would be rough because it's it's a very rough whiskey. Or you could add water and you would have overpowered banana taste. And then it would be overpowered banana taste and rough. And get you drunk. And get you drunk. Or you can... Fuck, I don't even think you could mix it with ginger ale. There's got to be something. You probably mix it with Dr. Pepper and it would, it would be all right. Uh, those 23 flavors... Uh, all, all right, air quotes there. <laughs> One of those flavors would have to go with it. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it was made to go with, with anything. So uh, it is horrifically inelegant. It is a very inelegant scotch, even for a cast strength. And even if you put water in it, there are next to no redeemable qualities, except that it's not the Penderin. And it's not much better than that. But again, it's not offensive in its flavoring because it's there's just not fucking enough there. So I think I'm going to do a one pot. It's not so bad you take it personally. <laughs> it's horrible, but it's not a personal affront. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can tell they didn't try to complex flavor this. I mean, that's not Glenlivet's strong suit anyway. No one, no one was back there for it. Well, I'll put a tiny bit of this in and a tiny bit of that. What about now? Ooh, let's add a little more of this. No, they were just like, glug, done, ship it. Banana. (laughs) 
Yeah, to, to to go back, you know, your your wisecrack comment that you you want to give it a one eight something like I part of me wants to wisecrackingly give it a one eight seven because it killed me. <laughs> but this is just it is not it is not fun. It obviously it touches on a flavor profile that is not my favorite, and then it has you know the alcohol to kick your ass. And as Dave pointed out, I'm not sure I'd waste this on ginger ale. Or waste the ginger ale on this, I guess would be the better way to phrase that. So my like, ginger ale. I, I don't know, like, what is the purpose of this except to make us very, very disappointed. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the fire and the ice in, in my periphery because the, mm-hmm. the Highland Park stuff I spent way too much on and we're also both very not good. And I'm trying to decide whether or not I like these more or less um, than those. And I, I really think I like this less than both of those. And both those of those are really smoother. Though, and, and both of the, both of those were like and, low twos or high ones, and and so I, I and they came with a container. Yeah, they're prettier. Mm-hmm. I, I I like the box that the Enigma came in, but now it's its only redeeming quality. Um, <laughs> the box was good, and, 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 and honestly, I think you know, jokingly saying the one eight seven because it killed me. Well, that's too high. I'm going to give it a one six. This was just bad, and I think that might be the lowest score I've ever given. I think it was worse than the taste of the lock do we had. Well, that was not real lock. It was not real lock doing it was extremely watered down, but it was yeah. also still really bad. But yeah, this was just, oh, I regret my life choices. <laughs> Any number of my life choices that had led me to this. So uh, now would be the time for the flogging. The flogging, yes. Um, do you have any upcoming shows, you being a, a performer, oh, that you would um, like to flog on the show? I mean, kind of. I mean, yes, I guess. In the first week of November, I will be doing the complete works of William Shakespeare Bridge. Ooh, excellent. Yes. So it's going to be live streamed. So we're in the theater, but live streaming it. So no, like no audience. Sure. In mm-hmm. So what, uh, what theater or what is, where is it? So if one were to want to watch it. Yeah. Um, Dreamland Arts is the theater that we're doing it at and then that, company that's putting on the show is applause community theater so um gary one of the artistic directors i think is his title uh asked me to do it about a week and a half ago so i was like well it's still covid so yeah very cool let's do it congrats thanks assuming i post this when i should (laughs) it is opening night of um Fearless Comedy Productions Bungalow Lofts tonight. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> um, so October first is the first show, um, and then it runs for I believe three weekends. Um, it is at the Mellons Theater. It's actually live, um, but we are asking, I believe, for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test um, within like two or three days of of you going. So, uh, and then masks will be worn inside. I believe my friend Sarah is in that show. Uh, entirely possible. So uh, that is that. And then uh, later this month, of course, it is Twin Cities Horror Festival, in which I am on the board. Um, so we will be doing the virtual weekend, which I want to say, um, go to the website. But I'm fairly certain it is um, suggested donation for, for the, the weekend and not because it's online. So it's, it's kind of hard to ticket. So. Uh, but we are doing, uh, the last week of October, ticketed shows. Um, there will be five different live performances happening at the Crane. And so I will I will be there for probably pretty much every show because I'm on the board and I'm going to be volunteering for shifts because it's 
hard to get people this year. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about potentially having bonfires outside, so there's a gathering place to hang out and do some cool stuff. And we're probably going to have a kick. I'm fairly certain we're doing a kickoff variety type show on the Wednesday of that week. Um, I don't have a calendar in front of me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad promoter. This, this is why I'm not in marketing. But that's, that's, that's what we've got going on this month. So I'm excited about that. So those of you who are listening from San Diego should go to the Balboa Park uh, haunted, haunted uh, event. I don't remember whether it's called a haunted trail or haunted house or haunted whatever. I've actually been to it before. Back, I'm originally from San Diego. When does it run, Perrin? It runs starting, I believe, next week. Uh, so wait, when when is this posting? In theory, on the first. On the first, so it would be either that weekend or the weekend after. Is it when it starts? Okay, and it runs through Halloween. Okay, and I have a good friend uh, who is who got cast in it, so. I figured, oh. I don't have anything to flog, but I'll flog something for San Diego. Do you want me to say hi to your friend? Or are you going to be in San Diego? Yes. Well, that's awesome. Because I'm going to be in San Diego, folks, the week of the 25th. So and everyone should go. That's right. <laughs> and you probably won't hear Dave next time, so that's you should probably listen right. to the episodes. And so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because cause we'll, we'll be classier. <laughs> well, I mean, will we? Because if we invite no. either Meredith or Peter, they'll, they'll just no, pick honestly, up honestly, they, they won't, we won't yeah. be classier. No. It's, a, it's pretty sad this is about peak class we get. I bring all the class with my beard. I mean, the beard, beard is epic, so. It's really the small animals that he carries around that bring the class, but, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and now, our tradition. Yes. Our tradition. The tradition. The now, tradition. Have you ever listened to one of our episodes? I've listened to part of one of your episodes. <laughs> did you listen? I listened to like two hours did, ago. Did you listen? Did you listen to, to the, the end of one of them? I or the did beginning not. of one? Oh, that's a shame. Because if you did, you would have known what happens next. Okay. <laughs> we like to toast our show out, and we oh. think it's only fair that we give our guests the chance to give the toast. <laughs> For those of you who didn't get to see the look on her face, it was you missed it. It was great. <laughs> um, what does a toast usually? Okay, well, there's the, right. there is no limit on your toasting. Okay, well, here's to whiskey, meeting new people in COVID, and hopefully a brighter 2022. Here, here, here. here, here. here.